Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Compassion Club. My name is Ashley Taylor, and thank you so much for being here for this episode. And if you're returning or new, hello, welcome to The Compassion Club. Make sure to stick around for the full episode because... This is a deep one, and honestly, I'm kind of anxious. I was <laughs> I was really not sure if I wanted to make this video, but I think it could be beneficial for not only myself, but for everyone listening. So I'm going to push through that anxiety <laughs> as I do. <laughs> but before that, make sure you subscribe or follow along on whatever podcast platform you are watching or listening on we're on spotify apple podcasts all the other podcast platforms and also youtube if you don't have any of those and you can watch it or listen which is so fun and make sure to follow the instagram at compassion club pod so that you can stay up to date and in the loop with everything but yeah let's dive into it i honestly have been feeling a bit all over the place recently i didn't release an episode this last week because you know sometimes you just gotta take care of yourself and i'm someone that really pushes myself to always be doing things and i feel like there's always work to be done and i could always be doing more and sometimes i just need to take a second to have some self-care and take some time to myself to really check in and make sure that I'm good before I just burn myself out. And this week, I just needed a little bit of me time. And I was still working on other things, but uh, the podcast, I was just like, it didn't feel right to put out an episode. I actually was supposed to go somewhere to film. I'm in my parents' house right now. So it's just been a little all over the place with in terms of like places to film because I don't have my own spot at the moment. But I'm actually moving in like 10 days to San Diego. So things are going to get, we're going to get a better routine. Things are going to be flowing a lot more. But I was supposed to film somewhere. It didn't work out. Then I just felt rushed and I felt a little like chaotic about putting out this episode and I said you know what it's not the end of the world I'm going to take care of me and I'm going to put out an episode next week and I think it will all it'll all be fine you know this week's topic is about honesty cheating and forgiveness which are all very challenging topics and Things that are just, they're tricky. They're very tricky. And (laughs) I've tried to navigate these and done a poor job (laughs) and am still learning. So I thought that this would be a very beneficial episode and it's close to home for me. And honestly, this is kind of just like a little therapy session for me too. Um, Because I've been, I've struggled with these topics and I've honestly been struggling a bit recently with just kind of feeling these mood swings of coming back to low places or getting upset about things that I thought I was healing from and realizing that just because I thought I maybe healed some of these parts doesn't mean that they're not going to come up sometimes. And they're still, they're still live, still live within me. And I try not to focus on the past, but it's really hard when you still feel that, that dark feeling inside of you and you think of these past memories and you wish you could change them but you just really can't and sometimes you just get in this loop of thinking about things from the past and that's been happening to me recently and I'm like 
trying to work through it and I actually started I'm starting therapy again on Monday and if you feel like you need therapy I support you and reach out to whoever you can find your resources there's so many online therapies and some are not so good maybe some are good it's taken me a while to find a good therapist I actually (laughs) it's still taking me a while because I'm trying again (laughs) I've gone through like four different ones which sounds a little discouraging but I just never really connected with them and I just it didn't really end up working out so I'm gonna try again because I think it's so beneficial it's so beneficial to even just take an hour out of my week to talk to someone about what's on my mind and how I'm feeling and I think everyone can learn from that and benefit from it so yeah I just thought I'd share that with you (laughs) because if you are some people are ashamed to be in therapy or you feel like it's only for people that are like super mentally ill and you know we're all a little mentally ill (laughs) in this day and age so even if you just feel a little bit of anxiety or you feel like a little sad sometimes or you have things on your mind that you just want to talk to with someone try therapy you know this isn't sponsored but (laughs) it's uh, it helps (laughs) so hopefully that will help me work through some things as well because it just helps to hear another person's perspective but um yeah I'm beating around the bush. (laughs) So I have had an experience and I, I don't want to ever, something I was feeling anxious about too, before filming this is I, I love that I have a podcast. This is something I'm very passionate about and I love that I can share my experiences and the wisdom that I've gained, even though I'm only 23 and I know I still have so much to learn, but I think it's beautiful that we can just learn from each other from a place where it's like, I don't, I don't have all the answers. I'm still figuring it out and we can figure things out together. And I just never want it to seem like I have all the answers or that I'm like preaching things like you need to do these things. It's like, no, I'm talking to myself too, honestly. Like everything that I'm suggesting, everything I'm suggesting to you is because it has either worked for me or it is something that I'm still working on and it's been helping me. And I'm still a work in progress. We all are. So I sometimes feel anxious promoting myself on a podcast because I don't want it to be like me, 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 me. Like I'm so perfect and these are the answers because that's just not true at all. I am not perfect, but I also am perfect in my own way. (laughs) But I'm not this way that society says perfect is. You know, I we all are learning and growing at our own paces and. I just don't want it to seem ever like I'm just, I don't know. It makes me feel icky sometimes, like putting myself in the spotlight in that way. And I think that's just my anxiety and my imposter syndrome coming through. But yeah, just thought I'd share that. And now we're going to dive into a story from my past that is very, that is something that has been very sensitive for me. And it's been something that has been hung over my head So now we're going to dive into a story from my past and not because I want to focus on the past and I'm living in the past, but because we learn from our past mistakes. That is how we grow. That is how we learn. And by sharing this past story, it is allowing me to release it and is also hopefully something that can awaken you and change your perspective or just help you in any way. I don't know. (laughs) This story I'm going to share is very personal and it is a hard thing for me to talk about and I just want to feel like I can release it. It's been hung over my head for a long time, like years now, but I just have never talked about it 
publicly or even just I've only talked about it with my closest friends and my family but it is something that I just think is important to share and it is my story I'm not trying to target anyone it is just what I've learned from this experience and I hope that you can listen without judgment and just hear me out on a topic that is pretty hard to talk about so I'm going to first share the story and then I'm going to dive into my perspective on it, some things I've learned. Hopefully I won't get too off track, but you know how it is. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I actually realized that this story is from almost exactly two years ago. In 10 days, it will be exactly two years ago when this all went down, which is so crazy that it's still something that like weighs inside of me and it was two years ago. But yeah, <laughs> anyways, so two years ago, or a little over two years ago, so I was in this past relationship, which a lot of you probably know about. I made TikToks with my past partner, and that was our full-time career. I spoke about this in another episode if you want to listen to it, if you haven't already. But uh, yeah, we ended up moving to Las Vegas from Los Angeles during the pandemic, and we were just making TikToks all the time. That was now our job and everything was closed down. So we lived in LA in this apartment and it was just not ideal. We were not happy there. The city was just chaotic and honestly very depressing. So we decided instead of paying all this money to live in this shutdown city, let's move to Las Vegas where we have more open space, can save money. And we were only hanging out with each other really at the time and working. So it just kind of Seemed like a cool little fun adventure. So I never thought I would live in Las Vegas, which was very random. But we moved to Las Vegas and it was all fun at first. You know, we had our dog. We were making videos, exploring a new city. That was cool. But then after time went by, I did not have any friends there, really. I had like a couple that I had met, but no, none of my close friends, no family there. I was just kind of in this repetitive cycle of making videos all day and hanging out with my partner. And I never had my own space, which is really hard. It was really hard for me, especially not being able to go out with my friends or travel or do things like that. And then also not even have alone time on my own. It started making me super anxious, super depressed. And I was just really not happy and I was so mad at myself for not being happy because I knew especially during COVID how many people had it so much harder than me and I felt really selfish and I felt just uh, I felt so gross even saying that I felt depressed which made me feel even more depressed because I couldn't even give myself permission to feel those feelings because I felt shameful that I felt that way and that made me just spiral down <laughs> spiral down and uh I all of this was happening we this was months had gone by of living there and I made the mistake of holding in a lot of feelings uh with my partner which you should always be honest with your partner and I even just I was looking through my notes today because I write a lot of things in my notes I'm such a list person I'm such a notes person and I was going through some old notes and I actually found one that was really sad from around this time where I was writing about how anxious I felt and how disconnected and sad I felt and I wished I would have showed that note to my partner at the time and there was a lot of times where I would feel these things and I just kept them inside because I felt like no one would understand and I felt like if I said them it was just scary to say them out loud I would always write them in my notes 
and that is just anything and I, or I would tell my friends and anything that you would tell your friends or write in your notes or that you feel inside especially if it's about your relationship or about your own well-being share that with your partner share that with whoever is closest in your life that you need to share it with I really regret not doing that and I don't have many regrets but I I wish that I would have had the mental capacity back then to realize wow I have all these feelings I need to just lay them out all on the table and be a little brutally honest with myself and with the people I love because honesty even though it might be hard for someone to hear it is always the best policy it really is and it's so much better to hurt someone with the truth which they will get over it they will hopefully be understanding if they love you but to lie or to withhold the truth is going to hurt so much more in the long run for you and for them. And so I had a lot of these feelings. I was not happy. I was not feeling fulfilled. My needs weren't being met. And I didn't know how to vocalize them. And I think that was also just being a little immature. I was 21 at the time. And I just didn't really know how to navigate a healthy relationship. Because I'd never been in a serious, healthy, long-term relationship really. And it was just something, I don't know, I, like now after, now that where I am today, it's like, wow, I wish I could have said all these things. That sounds like it would have been so much easier. But at the time I felt so alone in my relationship that I didn't even want to vocalize how painful my feelings were at the time. And so I kept them in, which made me feel even more alone. And then I was invited to go to this music festival with my friends in Las Vegas. So it was perfect. All my friends were coming I was going to get to see them. I was going to get to go to a festival because things were opening up again. And I was so excited. Like I needed that. I was like, I need to blow off some steam. I need to, I used to love to party with my friends. I used to love to dance with my friends. I was 20 when I got in this serious relationship. So I was just in that like party phase. I started going out when I was like 18, but I was definitely still in that phase and that is it's a fun phase so my friends were all coming to Vegas I was like perfect I'm gonna go stay we got, we had a hotel we were gonna go stay at the hotel the festival was at a club in Vegas so I was very excited and yeah I went with my friends and we definitely got a little too crazy for sure I hadn't really been drinking at this time there hadn't been parties I hadn't seen my friends and I think I just really let it all out and I was drinking a lot I did some drugs and I was having a blast with my girls we were girls gone girls gone wild honestly (laughs) and it was really fun but in that state I made some poor decisions for sure so I was with my friends dancing at this festival and the substances that I was on were definitely making me feel very free very fun (laughs) And and I was with my girlfriends and I met this guy did not know him and we ended up kissing and it wasn't just like a little peck you know we kissed and it was a moment at the festival I had no plans of seeing this man again I did not know him we had no relationship and I knew that I had made a mistake but in that moment I was not thinking I was not thinking straight and I was just being free and I was being wild and I was having a good time and I kissed someone while I was in a relationship a committed relationship with someone who I really loved and I saw myself being with for a very very long time and 
I immediately knew I did something wrong, but in my heart, I knew that I wasn't interested in this person and it did not change my relationship. I should have known that by doing that, that's clearly an indicator that something is really wrong in my relationship and I need to talk to my partner. But I was pushing away my feelings as I did, which is not something you should do. So I didn't tell my partner and I went home from this weekend and I felt disappointed in myself for sure, upset that I acted out in a way where I wasn't thinking and I was already feeling depressed and anxious and then of course this made this made it worse, but I thought, you know, I'm not going to tell him because this is going to cause a huge fight and I know that he is going to react very strongly. And I knew we were going on this trip soon and I didn't want to mess everything up. So I was like, I'm just going to let this brush over. I'm never going to do it again. And it's just not worth bringing up because I know it's going to turn into a whole thing. But in a relationship, you should feel like you have the space to where you can tell your partner anything. And there is a level of love and understanding to where they will hear you out. And yeah, it might not end well, but you should feel like you can tell them the truth And I didn't really feel like I could tell my partner the truth because I thought that I was going to be screamed at and not heard and not listened to. And I thought that he wouldn't try to see my side of the story and see where I was coming from and why this happened. And, And I think most of the time when people cheat, there is a deep underlying issue. People don't just cheat to cheat. Usually there's something going on in the relationship or there's something going on with them And instead of being like, oh my gosh, you did this. How dare you disrespect me? It's like you kind of need to sit and be a witness of these emotions and be like, what? Where is this stemming from? Why did this person act like this? Why is there something I have done that is making them want to act out like this? Is there something that they're missing that they need that they're not being fulfilled by? That this relationship is lacking to where they felt like they needed to go out and seek something else? else I feel like there's always deeper questions to be asked when someone does something out of character like this and I didn't feel like I had that open space to tell my partner hey I did this I fucked up and I know that it was wrong but I care about you and I love you and I want to be with you and this does not change our relationship but clearly there's something not right in our relationship to where I acted out like this and we need to talk about it and I need to figure out where this is coming from because I am not being fulfilled. My needs do not feel like they're being met and I'm anxious and I'm depressed and I went wild and I'm sorry. I didn't feel like I could say that and I should have just been honest and I should have taken that risk of, hey, yes, the relationship might end. He might choose to break up with me because that's valid. valid. If If someone cheats on you, you have the option to stay or to go and that is your choice and I heard this recently it's like a death portal it's like jumping into a death portal that's how telling the truth feels sometimes especially when it's something that is really hard to say to someone or you think is going to make them want to leave and you know that you did them wrong and it feels like you're jumping into a death portal sometimes because you have to make that choice to say I'm going to stick to my true self and my values and morals of at least being an honest person because we all make mistakes but we can choose to be honest and express them even if we know that it could end the relationship or it could mess up something because 
sometimes you just have to make that hard decision and make that jump and say, I'm going to stick to expressing the truth because in the end we need to speak our truth and in knowing that maybe it could end, but at least I was truthful and at least everything is out there on the table. And then if they decide that they don't want to be with me, then that's, that is what it is. But I can't go back and erase the past. I just have to be honest about what I did that was wrong. And I 100% should have done that. And I can't blame my partner for feeling like he didn't give me that space, even though that is genuinely how I felt. I didn't feel like I would get to have that space, to be honest. And so I thought by just moving on, everything would be fine. And (laughs) it wasn't because someone actually, at this time, we had TikTok followers probably around 800,000 at the time this happened. And someone saw me with this person at the festival and they, and they DM'd my partner at the time and told them that they saw me with another guy kissing another guy. And of course, my ex confronts me and is very upset. And I tried to cover it up because I could see that he was going to freak out and I was scared. I was scared of failing this relationship by a dumb mistake that I made and I lied. I continued to lie. And I'm not a liar. Like, I know that I'm not a liar. I'm a truthful person, but I lied. And that is just, I just was trying to pick up the pieces of a mistake without, instead of just saying the truth, which is always the best answer. And it could have gone over better if I would have just said the truth, but I lied. And then he's told me that he was going to DM this person back and ask for more details if I wasn't just honest with him. And I think think they they said said that they had a video. And so he said that if I don't tell him, he's just going to find out from this person. So I was like, fuck. And I came out and told him everything and how sorry I was and where I was coming from. But he did not want excuses. And it turned into this huge fight. I hated myself. I felt so ashamed for what I'd done. And I knew that there were so many more underlying issues, but now this was the focal point and it was my fuck up. And it blew up into a whole thing. I was trying to defend myself and I know that we both really wanted the relationship to work. So after fighting, which I mean, it makes sense for someone to be very upset about this happening. I totally understand that. I just never think that there's a time where screaming at someone or calling names is ever going to get anywhere. And we both wanted to make it work. So he chose to forgive me. And I put these up because what he did was not forgiveness. It was not full forgiveness. And we decided to stay together and try to work through this. He basically said, I will forgive you if, and that's where this just doesn't make sense, you know, if you forgive someone, you need to fully forgive them. But he said, I will forgive you if whenever you are defensive or you try to talk back to me or give excuses, you just immediately shut it down because you need to show me that you are trying to make this relationship work and you're too defensive and I need you to just shut it down whenever you feel like you are going to defend back at me and talk back to me. And yes, I was a bit defensive at this time. I was very defensive actually, to be honest. And I felt 
I was in a state of fear constantly and I felt like any criticism or any judgment or anything like that was any confrontation was an attack on me I felt like it some I was being attacked and sometimes maybe I was being attacked a little and sometimes I wasn't and I was taking things too personally but I had really low self-esteem and I was already beating myself up internally so to, so to have the one person I'm around all the time that says how much they love me and care about me also kind of hopping on my back and giving me criticism and judging me Oh, I felt like I was under attack constantly, internally, externally. So I was always on the defense. I was always ready to defend myself. And so when he chose to forgive me, he did not want me to ever be defensive. And he wanted me to basically, in a switch, just like this, change that part of me. And that's why I say it wasn't true forgiveness. Because if you forgive someone, you need to let go of the past. You need to either let go of them because you can't get over the past or you need to let go of the past and choose pure forgiveness and see the light in this person and work together as a team which is what a relationship is supposed to be and move forward in a positive way and learn from this mistake but not dwell on it because that is never going to help and so in this time of desperation I would wanted to do anything to make up for this mistake that I had made and I said yes of course like I will do anything I will not be defensive I want to make this relationship work like whatever you want basically and I should have realized at the time that that is not healthy that is not a healthy way to forgive someone but I wanted I felt like I was just completely in the wrong and all my emotions were all twisted and I just I was lost in the sauce fully and so yeah we tried to make it work and we were working together which is also crazy because after all this happened it wasn't like we could have space and we didn't take a break we didn't have space from each other we were still making tiktok couples videos which made me feel even more horrible because because we were continuing to put out these videos about how our relationship is amazing and giving people advice when I had just done something in my relationship I wasn't proud of and my partner was not acting in a way that was understanding and healthy towards me and we were both being very unhealthy in different ways and I wasn't expressing my needs he wasn't trying to find out what my needs were and we were both just not on the same field I wasn't we were just not communicating in a way that was healthy at all and just trying to brush over things when there was really deep underlying issues and it should have just been handled in a completely different way from both parties but he would like to always blame it on me that the reason why we broke up was because of this act because I cheated and that's just not true because we chose to stay together he chose to forgive me and so time went on and we're working together we're spending all this time together I'm still living in Vegas with just him which was really hard and we had a trip all planned so that was a bunch of drama but anytime I would say anything remotely defensive even if it was just just trying to explain myself he would say nope shut it down remember what you did to me Remember you did the worst thing possible to me? You have no right to say what you're saying right now. He said that to me so many times. In that exact way, slightly different sometimes, but basically telling me to shut it down. Every single time he felt like I was being defensive. 
And yes, maybe there were times that I was being defensive, but sometimes I felt like I was just trying to explain myself and it was just something that he didn't like and it was contradicting what he said. And he said, nope, shut it down. You can't say that because you have no right. You did the worst thing possible to me. You betrayed our trust. You're supposed to be making this up to me. He wanted me to all of a sudden be this perfect girlfriend when I was struggling too. And yes, I made this mistake, but I couldn't just change these problems overnight. And instead of calling me out on something and being like, hey, you're being defensive. And why, why do you feel like you need to be so defensive? What is triggering you to be defensive? Do you feel like you're being attacked? Is there something that's making you feel anxious? Is there something we need to work on in our relationship that you're not telling me? Instead of coming from it of a place of understanding and trying to take your own emotions out of it. That's why I say sometimes you need to witness your own emotions and take yourself out of it because because me to being defensive really had nothing to do with him. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I wasn't trying to be rude. I didn't even want to fight, but I was in a state of constantly feeling on edge and feeling like I was being attacked and that's how I would react. I wouldn't even think about it. And it was so frustrating because he would say, like, I need to think before I say these things. But I just felt like I never could think before they just came out. And it was just my automatic reaction. And it was a huge issue. But to immediately tell someone that they need to shut it down and to just make them feel like they can't even have a voice. Ooh, that did not help at all. That made me shrink and shrivel up into a ball even more. And I felt like I was walking on eggshells because I felt like anything I would say would upset him and he was going to bring back up what terrible thing I did to him. And he would bring it up all the time. He would bring bring up the past all the time, bring, over, bring up something that he said he forgave me for. If you forgive someone for something, stop bringing it up. Don't bring it up and shove it in their face because by doing that, it just made me feel like a terrible person so I wasn't able to keep being a good girlfriend he wanted me to be a perfect girlfriend while also bringing up what terrible things I did to ruin his life over and over again and that is just that doesn't make sense that's not ever going to work you're not going to beat someone into being a better person you need to lift them up and show them unconditional love or you don't and you have to say this is too hard for me to move on I can't get over this and we need to break up and I wish that he would have just done that you know if you can't fully forgive someone then you need to move on because it's not going to help anyone it's not going to help the relationship and I understand not being able to move on from it. If that's if that's something you can't do, then that's okay. But to say that you forgive someone and then keep making them feel like a terrible person when that mistake does not define me. I made a huge mistake and I betrayed someone's trust that I really cared about. But that doesn't mean I'm a terrible person and he made me feel like a terrible person day after day after day. And then I started to believe it. I started to believe that I was a terrible person, even though I thought I tried to put myself in his position. And I honestly thought that kissing someone wasn't that big of a deal to me. And I know people can all have their different opinions about this, but I didn't have sex with someone. And sex is a very sacred thing. I believe it is much more intense than a kiss. A kiss, I think, is just an act of passion and I kiss my friends like 
I am an affectionate person and when I'm on substances I get a little too affectionate sometimes and that is something that he had gotten mad at me about in the past of just talking too close to people's faces and being too lovey and that's just something that's who I am and that maybe means that we're just not a good match for each other but I thought a kiss yes it was still a betrayal of trust and I lied about it which was the biggest part too it wasn't just the kiss it was that I lied about it but I didn't think that it should blow up that much and that was just my opinion but after it being held over my head for so long I just started to break down and I completely was I was already feeling lost and I was already not able to communicate my feelings in a healthy way and now on top of this oh if I wanted to communicate anything that was going on in the relationship there was not a chance because it would just get brought up that I am the problem and I was in just the lowest lowest place and eventually I just snapped because I remember I had said some reason about it was something I don't even remember what it was that's how it how minuscule some of these little things would be and that's why when there are little fights and you and your partner are fighting about just things that might seem stupid you need to like you need to dive in into what that issue is because it is just going to build up and turn into something huge and something that you can't recover from when it might have just started as something small that you needed to communicate and we had a disagreement and he said the thing again where I don't have the right to talk back like this or whatever it may be and I just snapped and I said I'm done I can't do this anymore I'm leaving I need to move out I can't be in this relationship this is just I'm exhausted I'm exhausted from fighting with you and this is not how I want to live and I need to be on my own I need to figure out what is going on with me because I'm not okay and I remember I walked to the park by our house and uh, I sat there in just a state of shock I had been with this person for two and a half years. I thought I was going to be with them forever. We had our job. We had our dog. We had our apartment. We had everything. I felt like I was basically married at this point. And I went to the park and I just sat there and stared and did not know what life was going to be like going forward. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know where I was going to live. I didn't know what was going to happen with our job and with our dog and I knew that this audience of hundreds of thousands of people were looking up to us about how to have a healthy relationship and I just broke up with my partner and our relationship was toxic at this point. So that was a really scary feeling and I can just, I don't even know how people that have been together longer or been married for years and years and years, like I just, it's so hard. It's its a crushing feeling you feel like there is a death of this future that you have created with another person and it's now gone and that's such a crazy scary feeling but I knew in my heart it was right and I should have known that months before I should have known months before that I needed time on my own and I acted out of character and I think I maybe did that unconsciously because I wanted to break up I don't know and that sounds maybe bad but I should have been mature and I should have talked about these issues months before and that is something that I'm not proud of 
and uh yeah it didn't end up working out obviously and I ordered a mattress I slept in the other bedroom of our apartment for like a month I think and I was so lucky to have a friend that was I was able to move in with and uh I didn't know where I was going to go from there. I was so scared. I was so lost and so scared. And I really think if we had more open communication and if we had a level of understanding, we maybe could have worked through things, you know? And I really trust in the process and what's meant to be will be and where I am right now is where I'm supposed to be. So I obviously all worked out the way it was supposed to. But I think using my relationship as an example that if these problems do happen, there are ways to recover from it if you really want to. And it's hard and you have to choose taking your own feelings out of it sometimes and not taking things so personal and working together and listening to each other and diving deep into where these things are stemming from. And it's really hard, but I think in the end, it can actually make your relationship stronger if you're able to do it in a healthy way. But cheating is a really hard situation but we're human and we make mistakes and this is one of the mistakes that people make sometimes and uh, I actually got it held over my head just for so long and I after we broke up I ended up keeping the TikTok account which I've talked about in the other video too but I ended up keeping the account and I thought that was the fairest thing even though nothing was fair because I was the one that started the account and edited the videos and did all the back work and I kept it but I was in such a low place and I was so ashamed of how this relationship ended that it was really hard for me to make any videos at this time and I wanted to talk about everything that had happened but I felt like if I talked about anything that he had done wrong in the relationship he was going to come back and throw this in my face and he had threatened to post videos telling the story of how I cheated on him if I was to say anything bad about him on social media. And so I felt like I couldn't express anything that had happened in this relationship, even though there were so many other things going on because I was scared that he was going to make a video saying I was a cheater and everyone on the internet can twist anything and people skip to judgment. You never know the full story. And I was so scared. I was already hated myself. My partner now hated me and Now I was scared the whole world was going to hate me online and I just could not handle that. And so I was living in a state of fear, even though I knew I was a good person deep down. I've always been a good person. I care about people. I, I love making people happy and I really cherish my relationship so much, but I made a fucking mistake, you know, as we all do. And it was just really hard to feel like all of it was on me when this person I was with was also making lots of mistakes. The way he handled forgiving me was not okay. And even before that, there was things that got us to this place to where I didn't feel loved and safe in my relationship. And I should have vocalized them better, even though I did vocalize them. I tried. I really tried to the best of my ability to vocalize these things. I wasn't just completely quiet. I would tell him that these things hurt my feelings and that I had anxiety about certain things. I said I had anxiety and he told me that that was fake, that anxiety was fake and that depression, I'm choosing to be depressed. And why would I choose to be depressed? No one wants to feel like that. 
And so to feel so misunderstood by someone that says they love you was so confusing because I was so unhappy and I was sad and I didn't know why I was unhappy. And then for someone to tell me that that is fake and I'm choosing to be like that, oh my gosh, I felt terrible. Then I was like, am I choosing to be like this? Am I just throwing a pity party for myself? Like, this is not who I am. Like, what's going on? And that just felt, that's that's just a terrible feeling to have when your partner can't even try to put themselves in your shoes. And if they were feeling anxious and depressed, like, they would want to be comforted. They would want to be heard. They would want someone to talk to. And I didn't feel like I had that. And on top of that, I had... We all have trauma. We all have things that we're working through. And I started modeling in LA when I was 18 and I went into agencies and I had an agency eventually, but most of them told me that I was too big and I had been a dancer my whole life and I had muscles. I was not too big. I was just muscular, but in the modeling agency, it's fucked up. (laughs) And I would walk into my agency and they would immediately measure me and tell me I needed to lose two inches or start doing different exercises and lose the muscle in my legs because my legs were too big and it made me so insecure and this was a year or two prior to dating this person but I still had that living within me I felt like my body was never good enough I felt like I was too big I had some body dysmorphia which some people might also say is fake but it feels very real when you feel these feelings and I wasn't super confident in my body because of these things And I'd always been working on my confidence, but it was something that I was hyper fixated on. My image was something I always felt like I wasn't good enough. And then I started losing weight because I was stressed, because I was anxious and had all these feelings. And during COVID, everything was closed. I wasn't working out. I wasn't drinking, which made me also lose a lot of weight. And I lost all my muscle. And when I first started dating this person, I had more weight on me. And I had a bigger booty. I just, I had more meat on my bones. And at that time, I wasn't good enough for modeling. So I was very confused about my body because my partner was saying they loved it. And then my work was not. And I really cared about my work. And so I was trying to eat healthier, be healthier. But then when COVID happened, I started losing more weight than I was even intending to or wanted to. And I got very skinny. And it was the skinniest I'd ever been. And I think it was from stress. I was still eating like that was the thing I was like don't get mad at me for my weight when I'm still eating I'm still being healthy I was not being unhealthy yes I wasn't trying to overeat and eat junk food I was being I was trying to watch what I ate as models do but I lost all my muscle I was stressed I was anxious I just was losing weight and I don't I didn't even know why really I'd gotten down to like 115 which is the smallest I've ever been and My partner did not like how skinny I was. And of course, this is now when the modeling agencies said that I was the right size, which is just twisted and fucked up. But I was, I finally felt good too. And I liked my body because this is something that I strived for. And I wanted to be smaller because of the way modeling had conditioned me to be. And now my partner was telling me I was too skinny and telling me I didn't have an ass, didn't have tits and I needed more meat on my bones, and was sending me videos of things to do at the gym, how to grow a bigger booty, 
squats and weights exercises. He was telling me what to do at the gym and was getting annoyed that I wouldn't do weights because I only would do cardio and I'd do like abs and I didn't know how to work out properly. I wasn't like a gym person ever. I've always been more into yoga and classes and things like that. But I was just doing what I wanted to do. And I felt like my partner was not happy with that and wasn't just loving me for me, even though, yeah, I lost some weight and I knew I was going to gain it back. I'm a woman. Our bodies are changing constantly. But to have the person I love now tell me that I didn't have an ass, didn't have tits, my body was basically not the way that they wanted it to be was really, really hurtful. And I did take that personal. And I told him that I had trauma from modeling and from people picking apart my body and telling me how I needed to work out differently and how my body wasn't good enough in certain areas. And then to have someone I love do this was making it so much worse. And I said, can you just please be the person that just loves me for me? Like I'm I'm going to gain weight again. Like I just, I need you to love me for me right now because it really hurts my feelings and it's making me super self-conscious and upset when you say these things. And he told me I was too sensitive. And for someone not to acknowledge that you have trauma and that there's a wound that you're carrying around with you, they should want to help heal your wound They should sit with you and try to understand where this is coming from and nurture you and be there for you. And when you express that there's something that is touchy and hard for you to talk about, it was, I was in tears. I remember this was really, I was embarrassed that I didn't like my body. I, I felt it was another thing where I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to say that because I knew that I was thin and that people wanted to be thin. And I thought by saying that I didn't like my body, that other people were going to make me feel bad about that and that was really confusing (laughs) and then to have my partner not hear me out was so hard I felt so alone and I was crying a lot I would whenever I would talk about these things I got so emotional and my partner told me that I had a crying problem and told me one time he told me that I should YouTube how to stop crying because I had an issue I didn't have a fucking issue. The crying wasn't the issue. The issue was that I was feeling misunderstood. I wasn't feeling loved. I wasn't feeling heard. I needed someone to just hug me and tell me that it's okay and tell me that my feelings are valid. And that wasn't happening. That's why I was crying. I was feeling anxious and alone. The crying wasn't the issue. And for someone to say you have a crying problem, you're overly sensitive. And when men say that you're overly sensitive, that is just, that is not okay because we are sensitive human beings. Women, we are nurturers, we are lovers, we are emotional, we are sensitive at times, you know? We are, that's who we are. And that's what makes us such beautiful, strong beings because we can carry around this emotional power that a lot of people can't tap into and a lot of males can't tap into and we tap into it a lot. And I am a sensitive person. I am an empathetic person. I am very emotional. I feel my feelings very strongly. And that's who I am. And I have worked through not letting them overcome me. But it's also healthy to cry. And he made me feel like it wasn't healthy to cry. So now I'm sucking in my tears. I have bottled up tears inside of me. I've bottled up anxiety, bottled up fear, feeling misunderstood. And I don't even feel like I can cry about it. Because that's wrong too. So all of this was happening before the cheating. And these are just examples of 
you need to be open you need to be honest with your partner and you need to just let go of judgment and hear them and look at them in a way of not being just your partner but just being a human with emotions and traumas and experiences and and they've had a completely different story from before you met them and you need to try to be understanding because we can't always relate to each other some people aren't empathetic and it's hard for them to put themselves in another person's shoes and that's all I wanted in those moments was someone to just try to understand where I was coming from but I felt like no matter what I did it was it was wrong and There was other things that I could go into that also happened and I'm not trying to point fingers. I'm just, these are things that come up in relationships and I don't think what I did makes me a bad person. I don't think what they did makes them a bad person, but you say and do things sometimes that are just not okay (laughs) and a lot of mistakes were made and I realized all I can do is learn from them. I can take accountability and realize what I've done was wrong, but not make myself feel like a terrible person and beat myself up because I was beating myself up. I was so ashamed of myself. I had so much guilt and that does not help anything. That does not allow you to grow. And you need to work together as a team. If you're in a relationship, it's you two against the problem. You have to find out what the problem is. Not one of the people isn't the problem. That's not usually it. There's usually some underlying problem. And so it was really sad because what was once a beautiful relationship turned very sour and we never really fought before this. So then when this, these fights came up, it really showed me this person's character when f- hard things come up that they can't understand. This is how that they're going to react and relationships are really hard they are hard work and I clearly was not ready to be in a long-term relationship I know I wasn't and I was trying my best with what I had at the time but I was not ready and this person clearly was not ready to deal with me either I guess um and I'm trying to laugh about it because you know it's been a it's been a long journey working through this and I just had this dark cloud hung over my head for so long feeling like someone was just pointing their finger at me telling me I was a terrible person telling me that I ruined their life and if I did anything bad or out of character that they were going to use it against me and that just made me feel so terrible for so long and it feels so freeing to just talk about it and just these are human situations that happen and we can talk about them and it sucks on social media I feel like there's if you hear anyone do anything wrong about cheating or just anything in a relationship you automatically point fingers you automatically feel like you know the whole story when we don't know shit you never know the whole story and going off of that I eventually could not make videos with the TikTok and I was so anxious I was so this is why I was so anxious because this was being held over my head and I just felt like I was a terrible person I didn't know what to do I didn't think I had content to make I just I just didn't feel worthy of anything, (laughs) to be honest. And uh, eventually, my partner kept picking at me and telling me that I wasn't using the account, that it was going to waste, that he deserved it just as much, and that he would use it for his music career. And I said, you know what? I've hurt this person so much that I really did care about and really do care about. And if I'm able to give them this account and that will make their life better, maybe that will close up this karma that I have caused and we can just be at peace 
and I can give you this account because it really means something to you and I can just close this chapter and he said that he would use it for his music career it was never going to be a couple's account and I trusted him and I could have sold this account and made money I could have just kept it for myself and never used it and blocked him but for some reason I gave him the account and I wanted to be the bigger person and I didn't see I didn't have the perspective while I was in that depressive state to see down the line that maybe I should keep it. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's just a fucking social media account and I don't hold my value in having followers. I want to make a difference in this world. I want to make people happy. I want to make people feel understood. I want them to feel not alone. And if I can do that, then that is all I really want. But having followers, that doesn't give me my sense of self, give me my, my self-worth. That is just feeding the ego, if that is how you define your self-worth. And yes, that can help make a difference in the world. And that's why I wish I had the followers. And I'm continuing to try to grow that because as much as I hate social media in certain ways, I know that it's just how marketing is these days. And it's the future and it's the present. And I can't fight that if I want to grow a business and if I want people to hear me I have to use social media which is something I struggle with going back and forth of just wanting to throw my phone away sometimes and delete all social media which I literally had a breakdown about this this morning with my best friend but I thought maybe I was done with social media at this time so I gave him the account and the next day he makes a video talking shit about me After all of this, after I chose to be the bigger person and give him this, which I could have just literally, I could have not. I I knew how much he was struggling. I knew how much I hurt him and I wanted to do something nice and I wanted to make things better. I wanted to just try to fix my mess in any way. And I was seen with a different vision than I see now. And I wish I could have seen the bigger picture that I made a mistake, but that they also were making so many mistakes and it was just so messy it was so messy but I did this I thought this could create peace I thought I was creating peace and uh he made a video putting a finger down saying all the things that I did basically taking custody of his dog which it was our dog and I give you the account I have the dog so sorry the dog with my baby and uh, he said, I took custody of his dog. I uh, did some shady shit, basically insinuating that I cheated on him, which, of course, everyone is going to assume that. He said, and so that, that was great. Did some shady shit, made everyone on the internet hate him, took away his career. I don't know exactly what. Oh, left him with an apartment that he can't afford. All these things, blaming everything on me, making me look like a total bad guy when I just gave him this account and I he knew how much I was hurting he knew that I was depressed and anxious and had really low self-esteem and then to turn around the next day and make this video for views to hurt me was so hurtful when this was someone that I thought cared about me that I created a relationship with for years and uh, he didn't even warn me I had no idea. I thought we made peace and now I get everyone attacking me and obviously thinking that I am a cheater and a terrible person 
And uh, I just completely deleted the TikTok app. I did not want to engage in anything. I wasn't going to come out and be like, oh, these are all the terrible things that you did to me because I'm not going to fight fire with fire. And now I feel at a place where I think I can express those things that my past partner did wrong to me because they're things that need to be talked about. And I'm not doing it in a way where I'm trying to get views. I'm just talking about my life experience and subjects that are important in relationships. But when I asked him why he did this, I was so upset. I was so beaten down at this point. And he told me it was just for views. It was just for clout. And I was like, all right, well, this is another reason why we were not meant to be together. A couple weeks or a month after, I don't even know how long it was. I've lost track at this point. But he started creating content with a new girl and creating content that we had talked about making, like ideas that we have created together and now making it with with a new girl and posting on this account that I created and built for two years with really hard work. And he just slapped me in the face by saying, not keeping his word about making it a couple's account. He said, oh, it's not a couple's account. I'm just creating some content, but it's still going to be about my music. No, it's not. It's not. So, and that's also for views because it's a lot easier to get views when you make couples videos. It's way easier than when with just one person it's really hard to come up with content constantly with one person you have to have things to make content about and be really interesting um so it was that was a slap in the face and I had people sending me videos all the time of this new relationship while all my old videos are still on the page which was also really weird I was like why don't you just delete them I'm confused And so I'm getting to see now a new relationship on social media on a platform I created with my ex and now in my old apartment that they live in together, sitting on the bed that I picked out with my ex, sitting on the couch filming on a couch that I purchased when I was 18 when I moved to LA and it was just such a mind fuck and even though I knew I didn't want to be with this person and nothing against their relationship nothing against this girl at all nothing against her she's probably amazing but to see your basically your old relationship with a new person in it on the internet and having people send it to you and having it just thrown in your face like that was really hard Because I'm already trying to get over everything and now it's just getting brought back up and seeing my whole apartment that I lived in with a new person making video ideas that I thought of with my partner. It was tough. It was tough and it still is tough. It really is. And it's confusing at times. And I've still think about the past sometimes of like why what if I did this better what if I chose to do this or what if I kept the account and what if I could have used this for my podcast now and I could have used it for things that are really important in this world instead of just making repetitive relationship content what if what if what if but I can't say what if because I can't change the past. We can't change the past. And all I have control over now is myself. And I'm making a beautiful life for myself. I'm doing all the things that I wanted to do when I was at that really low place. I'm putting myself out there. I'm traveling by myself. I'm diving with sharks. I'm learning new skills. I free dive now. I'm I'm doing so many things that excite me. And yes, I still have really hard days. This morning, I didn't really feel like filming. I was having a hard morning. 
I talked to my friend and I was like, what if I'm just not meant to do anything on social media? This is something I con I, this is something I think about a lot. And sometimes I wish I just didn't have social media. I feel like it, I just want to not be <laughs> with technology at all. And I'd rather just not have a phone, not have anything and just live in the forest or the jungle. And that's just not how it works, I guess. <laughs> but I still have these highs and lows. It's, it's just a part of life and I wanted to share this story and it put it like it's actually making me smile right now like I I don't have to feel shame I don't have to feel guilt I have learned so much from that mistake I've learned so much from all of the mistakes in my relationship all of my partner's mistakes I journaled for months every single day and I still do but mainly after this relationship for about a year I was reflecting so deeply on relationships and learning from wise people and from podcasters and authors and just anyone that I could listening to TED Talks. I gained so much knowledge from this relationship and from something that I wasn't proud of. And that's all I could do. And that I'm proud of myself for that. I learned from my mistakes. And I think that is something so beautiful and You can do it with your partner or you can choose to do it on your own, but life goes on and I just feel really happy to be able to express this and I hope that this was interesting for you to listen to, but it's just crazy. The, I think the relationship and the thought of cheating just needs to be shifted a bit because it doesn't make you a bad person and it doesn't always have to end the relationship. And sometimes it might need to end the relationship, but relationships are so complex and nothing is black and white. There's always two sides of the story. There's always different feelings. Things can be confusing and we just need to learn to listen more and to be understanding and ask questions and speak your truth, speak your divine highest truth. And if you have, if you don't know how to speak your truth, write it down in your notes and let your partner read it. Write them a letter. Like find ways where you can express yourself because if someone really loves you, they will choose to continue to love you even when you're struggling or even if they don't agree with you on certain topics. If they really want to make things work, there's always a way to solve things. And even if you need outside sources of help, it's just there's always ways to figure things out. And if there's not, then it's also not meant to be, you know? And Things sometimes aren't meant to be and we just have to let go of this gripping of wanting this control all the time. I'm someone who always wanted control and sometimes you just got to let go. I'm learning so much to just let go of control and to focus on the what and the why and the how and the when. I just have to let go of that. And yeah, forgiveness, cheating, honesty, these are such important topics and they are part of life and they're not always easy. They're usually messy at times, but life is messy and that's what makes it interesting and beautiful and that's how we learn and we grow and I just encourage you to be honest with yourself, be honest with the people you love and even if it hurts, it's always going to be better to put your truth out there and your truth is valid you are valid, your feelings are valid, and 
I just, I want the best for everyone. I want the best for the people that even hurt me. I truly do. I hope that they learned and they are able to be happy and live a fulfilling life. And I'm going to keep focusing on myself because that is all I have control over. I can't control anything else but myself. This universe has a funny way of, you know, doing things. And sometimes you don't always understand why they happen. And in those moments where I was crying every day, I did not understand why these things were happening to me. But I trusted that there is a higher plan for me. There is something out there for me. I am here for a reason. You are here for a reason. We are all here for a reason. It's not just some glitch in the system. You are someone so special. And even if you don't know why or how or what you're supposed to do with your life, trust me, I feel you. I feel you. I'm still confused all the time. But you just got to keep going. You just got to keep moving. You got to keep thinking positive and just trust that if you put yourself out there, you keep moving in a positive direction and just trying your best. Just try your best and learn and grow. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. (laughs) I think I'm probably just repeating myself, but these are things that, you know, I'm telling myself too right now because I wasn't having the best morning. Even, and now when I have bad mornings, you know, I don't have, to, I did cry a little bit when I was on the phone with my friend, just a little bit, just let it out, but everything was fine. Then I had some avocado toast and <laughs> I was good, but <laughs> um, having someone like that, my best friend, even though she doesn't live near me, because like I said, I'm living right now with my parents in Northern California and I'm going to be closer to friends in 10 weeks, in 10 days. So I'm really excited, but just having her to call and she just reassures me when I'm overthinking. And that's something so beautiful. If you have that within a partner or even just a friend or a parent, because sometimes our minds start playing tricks on us and we start overthinking and freaking out and we don't think that we're capable and we're not good enough. And that happens to me a lot. But now I know I need to call my friend or I need to journal. I need to do a meditation. I need to go outside. I need to get off social media. There's just I've learned those methods to get me back to a place where I remember my truth and I remember that I am meant to be here and there's something out there for me and I have a purpose. Having a purpose has always been something very important to me and it's what drives me in life is I want to have a purposeful life. I want to feel like I have came here and I did something greater than just myself. You know, I helped people. I made an impact. I will leave this earth making it a little bit better than when I entered it and I was so lost figuring out my purpose especially at these times and I still sometimes am confused on how to use it but I know now that my purpose is to make people smile and to make them feel less alone and I'm still trying to figure out the best way to do that and right now the podcast is something I'm able to do and I hope that it can expand into something so beautiful and so much bigger and our world we just need more connection we need more love we need more understanding and more compassion and Sometimes I feel like people think it's cheesy to talk about this and I'm like so like one love let's spread love and I just want to be this little light beam and this walking permission slip for people to feel the things that they feel and to stop sitting in their sorrows or pushing them away because they're just not going to get anywhere doing that and I did that for a while so I feel you and no judgments (laughs) but There's just so much to learn. There's so much to grow from. And 
this world is really beautiful when you can shift your perspective but it doesn't happen overnight and you need to have those people around you and that can give you love and you got to give yourself love and credit for how far you've come my nose is running um (laughs) i think i'm gonna wrap up this episode but i really appreciate you so much for hearing me if you lasted this long in the podcast congratulations because you're able to listen to a full podcast which a lot of people can't do and I hope that this story was interesting and enlightening and just made you think about things differently that's always what I want to do on this podcast is just give my raw perspective and tell stories and hopefully entertain and provide you with something that you can take and reflect on So if you want to do a little journal after this, go on a little walk, do some reflections, I encourage you to do so. And I hope you have an amazing, wonderful week. Also, I forgot, I'm going to start doing meditation videos. They're going to be on, I guess, all the same platforms because it's going to be just a part of this podcast. So I might switch out from doing every other week a meditation, which will be a guided meditation that you can listen to because I think meditation is such a beautiful, powerful tool. I'll do a different video maybe on it, but I'm so happy that it's becoming more popular and I think everyone should integrate it into their life, even if it's for five minutes, even if it's for three minutes, just to sit there and focus on your breath and be mindful and be present. It has helped me so much and I want to make an easy way for people to start meditating. My mom has recently started meditating a bit more. I love when my friends want to meditate with me. It makes me so happy. And uh, yeah, I want to just give you guys a tool that you can use to start meditating because some people are like, how do I do that? How do I just sit there with my thoughts and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. My mind starts going everywhere, which I which I understand. And that's going to happen at first. Totally normal. Um, but I want to make some guided meditations that can just help you ease into starting to meditate. Or if you already do meditate, they can just be amazing tools to use on a daily basis. I love to meditate every morning and it just gets me in the right headspace for the rest of the day. I'm going to do different ones about different topics. So if you have any suggestions, you can send me a DM on Instagram. And if you have any suggestions for the podcast or any questions in general, you can send me a DM on Instagram. That's the easiest way to reach me at Compassion Club Pod or on my main one if you want to, but probably the podcast one. But uh, yeah, they're going to have some about just creating abundance, having a positive mindset, some affirmations, letting go self-forgiveness, self-love, everything that we can all use a little bit more of in this crazy wild world. So I hope you will enjoy those and just give it a chance if this is something you hadn't thought about doing before and see how you like it. So yeah, those are going to be coming out soon. So I'm very excited for that and look out for those. Make sure you subscribe, follow along on whatever platform, give it a like. If you enjoyed this video, write me a review or give me five stars because I would really appreciate you or leave a little comment on YouTube, whatever. Go to the Instagram, leave some love, spread some love, give someone some love around you, show yourself some love. Just do something compassionate, whatever it may be. (laughs) And I hope to see you. I'm not going to see you. I'm actually just going to talk to you. But I hope you return next week. And I'm sending you so much love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go out there. Be the best version of you. And I will see you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Thank you.